Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So on this week's episode, Julie, once again, as has been like a weekly tradition on this podcast, is somewhere else in the globe. We don't know where she's ever going to be. I'm just in New York, you know, bracing the winds and rains and (laughs) cold weather here. Meanwhile, Julie's off in Sundance. You've been there a few days now, right? few days. I have my Carmen Sandiego hat on. And just to like fully set the scene, Vanity Fair has set up a video and portrait suite on Main Street. So I'm right now calling from the portrait studio. Don't tell our dear <laughs> colleague Kiara, who doesn't know I'm, I'm squatting <laughs> in their studio. But it's been a really, really wild ride at Sundance. It's blizzarding outside. It just feels very bizarre to be here, given the inauguration was last week and everybody was, you know, in their Sorrells and chic fur hats walking around. It's it's a very bizarre experience this year. I want to hear a lot more about Sundance. But first, I'm curious, since our last episode, have you gotten any feedback about the tale that we'll be telling our grandchildren about what happened to us at Sushi Park? Because I actually have been getting a lot of texts and things. I'm curious if you've had the same experience. Well, Josh and I have just been so touched, I want to say this, by the amount of feedback and reviews mm. we've been given. But it was pretty funny because we had Dave Franco in the video suite the other day. And our West Coast editor, Krista Smith, was asking about his best and worst dating experiences. And he said that his best date ever took place at Sushi Park. And I felt like, again, Meghan Markle, the skies had parted. There was this light shining down on me that Sushi Park was... Wait, when he said that, did you say, hey, Dave Franco, guess what I did last week? No, Uh, no. He was telling Krista on camera I couldn't really jump in. So I was just kind of (laughs) seizuring behind the camera. But he was talking about how funny Sushi Mm. Park is because it's this very unassuming strip mall sushi joint with the most amazing sushi. And fun fact from Dave Franco... Apparently, the owner's last name is Park. Oh, Sushi Park. I thought it was more like a metaphorical park. Like you're taking a little waltz into the land of sushi kind of thing. <laughs> but it was it was very funny because he was talking about how unassuming it is. And he mentioned that there's actually a burger lounge downstairs. Oh, my God. He was like speaking right to you. I feel like this is a romantic comedy. Like you needed to jump out in front of the camera and say, Dave Franco. Take me there. <laughs> I know. Watch out, Allison Brie. But the other fun fact from the note was apparently Dave and James have a much more eligible brother, Tom Franco, 
who's the gem of the family, he said that everyone prefers Tom Franco. He's older, better looking, sweeter, kinder. What and is he, what's his job? What does he do? He's some sort of artist, sculptor, but I just have a million questions about Tom Franco. Well, we've talked about the celebrity siblings being like a minor obsession of mine in the past. That's actually one I wasn't even aware of, Tom Franco. I wonder if he's on Instagram. I mean, there's I also, know. there's the third Hemsworth. It's like Luke, Chris, and Liam. I started with Luke there, so that was weird. But, but, That's really but, weird. But, but Liam and Chris. Luke is very pleased right now. As he's listening to <laughs> it's the, the first time anyone has ever said Luke first, so they've been naming the three Hemsworths. But Luke's on Westworld, apparently. He's like an emerging actor. And then the third Hadid, like he's trying to be a model now, Anwar Hadid. Because there's like Gigi and Bella, and then they have the brother. So I feel like this like third brother is kind of like a trend that's starting now. It really is. We're not starting, but it's like we're uncovering it. Wait, so I've never been to Sundance. I'm coming for the first time actually in a few days. But you're there for the first weekend, which is more of the celebrity-centric weekend there. What happens? So the celebrities are all there. They're there for their movies. Can you like set the scene? What is the vibe in Park City? Is it like hop in every night with celebrities at every restaurant? Is it more like everyone doing their own thing? It's a weird vibe because it started out as this celebration of indie filmmaking, small budget movies. And since then, to kind of continue financing the festival, they've brought in a lot of sponsors. Mm. So what began as this kind of quaint festival in a mountain town has become a festival with people coming in from Los Angeles just to go to pop-up clubs like Tao. Yeah, well, I'm going next weekend and I've never received more emails from like publicists and like sponsors and for this. You must have the same thing. It's like so many events and pop-ups and exclusive experiences, so much branded content. And I thought it was like just about movies, but it's like crazy. We're staying, weirdly, randomly enough, in a room with a supporting character from a once great premium cable show, which is all I'll say. Every time he comes back into the room, he is carrying fistfuls of free things he's gotten from gifting lounges. Bags, horrible smelling perfumes, edible. It's it's a real, it's a lot to handle. So who are the celebrities that you feel like people are like excited to spot this year? Well, it was interesting because usually you don't really see the celebrities out and about on the street. But I went to the Women's March on Saturday. Yeah. And since there there aren't that many people in Sundance, while marching, I saw Kristen Stewart. It was kind of amazing to see her without a ton of security, yeah. just walking in her sunglasses, didn't have a hat. I wished I had a second hat to give her. Just walking around, Charlize Theron flew in for it, and she was with Chelsea Handler. I guess they're very good friends. Chelsea Handler gave an amazing speech. Joshua Jackson was there, John Legend's. Julia Ormond. It was just you would turn around and there were celebrities everywhere. So it was kind of cool to see these celebrities uniting yeah, to march to like, exactly. without security or any sort of thing like that. It's also funny at Sundance because there are a lot of actors here you wouldn't expect. Like Mary J. Blige is in a movie called Mudbound. Oh, right. I saw that. It got a lot of good reviews. Ton of positive reviews. She came in here, had very inspiring things to say. But I'll tell you what, Latanya Blige, her sister, is the one I want to <laughs> know about because she had this fabulous fur hat on. She said she's had it for 18 years. I was asking all about the outfit. Wait, she's had the hat for 18 years? <laughs> yes. She doesn't get to wear it as much as she'd like, obviously. 
honestly, because it's, it was not the kind of hat you can just throw on going to the grocery store. But then she also had a, a great little cropped fur jacket that went with it. And we said, you know, you might get cold because it doesn't kind of cover up your butt. She said all the important parts are covered. She was really fantastic. Wow. So my my breakout, I know that there are a lot of great performances like Mary, but Latanya for me, the real style breakout. Do her and Mary look similar? Like if you saw them, would you say like, oh, they're obviously sisters? No, because Mary has the nails. She's the hair. She's a whole look, the Mary J. Blige look going on. Mm. And I guess Latanya does too, but she definitely has her own identity. Are there any movies? I know I saw that movie was getting some buzz and there was one called The Big Sick that had a lot of buzz that was like sold for $12 million or something. The Big Sick, Judd Apatow produced. And he came into the studio, right? With you guys. He came into the studio and apparently last night there was a huge movie another great one starring army hammer it's a gay love story oh call me by my name yeah richard who was on a few weeks ago was like tweeting raves about it yes so that was another breakout performance and we're gonna have army hammer in later today so i'm very excited to hear about that what's been happening in the world outside of sundance (laughs) i mean I feel like the pop cultural world has been very much oriented around the inauguration related activities, the Women's March on Saturday, which obviously a lot of celebrities attended in all different cities. There's like this outpouring on Instagram and social media, of course, and at Sundance. I feel like that took everyone's attention. There was like little else to be able to focus on, though we did get a few requests. I don't know if this is something you've been following, Julie, but people were asking us about the drama related to selena gomez bella hadid the weekend and justin bieber have you been following this at all no but i'm already already (laughs) intrigued it's like a parody of this generation's pop culture it's like a hadid a bieber selena gomez anyway love triangle love quadrangle whatever yeah so over the weekend someone tweeted us saying that justin bieber had spoken out about the weekend but it all started because Bella Hadid, who is one of the two Hadid sisters, the younger one, she was dating The Weeknd for like a year and a half on and off. And Bella was sort of always this low profile kind of, you know, Gigi was very much out and about and everyone knew who she was. And Bella was a few years younger, playing it a little cool. I know Justin Bishop, our staff photographer, has photographed her a few times at Cannes and the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and said she has this very kind of steely, mysterious vibe to her. Have you met her, Julie? Did you meet her at Cannes? No, I haven't met her. I know that Justin's photographed her. I've only seen the photos, heard the stories. Yeah. Anyways, she was dating the weekend for whatever, a few years. Then they broke up right before the Victoria's Secret fashion show. She walked in the show while the weekend was performing, which is a crazy place to run into your ex, kind of. Right. I remember seeing all those headlines because imagine running into your ex, but on a catwalk. In your lingerie with big wings (laughs) while he's performing. I mean, it's kind of optimal, but I also feel like sort of horrifying because I would imagine that's a time when you just want to be in the zone and not having any distractions. And Right. Wild televised. I know yeah. Bella should get some sort of like medal of achievement. She's like 18. It could be like a good college essay, maybe. <laughs> like that time I walked down the Victoria's Secret Red Carpet. overcome all these obstacles in front of millions of people. <laughs> I don't think uh, she'll have too much trouble if she is deciding to go to college. Anyway, I don't know how we got into that. So they broke up. And then the weekend, you know, he's on the cover of GQ now. I don't know if you saw it. He says in that profile, 
like, I don't think of myself as a sex symbol. It's also just funny to me. He's like the center of this whole thing because it's not so much as like persona. You know what I mean? I mean, is he a sex symbol? Because I guess that's something the weekend and I have in common is that we both don't think of him as a sex. But I just am not familiar with him. So that's my reasoning. It's certainly funny that he's become our national heartthrob or something. Anyway, so he started dating Selena Gomez maybe at the beginning of this year. It was like one of the first big pop culture gossip stories of the year. They were walking out of this restaurant and they knew they were going to get photographed, presumably because Selena Gomez gets photographed wherever she goes. And they were like kissing and had their arms around each other. And it was very much, you know, it was definitely like they were coming out as a couple. So then that's caused this whole craziness. I actually wrote this post for VF.com explaining what went on from here because it got really weird. So after those photos happened, Bella unfollowed Selena on Instagram, oh. which is like the most intense thing you can do in this day and age, right? But how do you even, who notices that? It doesn't say Selena unfollowed Bella. Right. Well, I guess you can now, I don't know. It's so crazy to me, that aspect of this, like the people that monitor. Because then people also figured out that like years and years ago, Bella had liked photos of Selena Gomez. And I was like, how did they go back and figure that out? Because they were trying to like establish that they had been friends before all this. It's very crazy to me. These people should be set on, I don't know, national security matters or something with like a level of detail and passion they have for these kind of endeavors. Anyway, so Bella and follow Selena still follows The weekend, which is always kind of a little weird, you know. She's just, like, blaming Selena, I guess. So then this went on as it did. Everything either of them did on Instagram became such a big story. Like, Bella posted a picture putting her middle finger up, and everyone was like, this is Bella Hadid's big sign to Selena Gomez that she's furious at her, you know. And then Selena posted, or some photographer posted, like, a vaguely seductive photo of her from behind with, like, no top on. And they were like, this is Selena's sign. Meanwhile, The weekend was just doing whatever, posting his GQ photos, like wasn't participating in it. Then, finally, over the weekend, Justin Bieber was asked something about this. Only he was like walking out of a restaurant. They like asked him if he listens to The weekend's music, and he was like, "No, his music's whack." So, basically, he's now entering the fray, and then this has become this whole quadrangle. Bieber is now upset with The Weeknd for dating Selena. Bella's upset because she was dating The Weeknd. Selena is, I guess, sort of unbothered doing whatever. I need to, like, put pictures on my wall and connect <laughs> them with red string because I'm having such a hard time following this. So wait, is Bella dating Bieber or no? Oh, no, but that, you just solved it, I think. That's actually great because then, then that would make Selena and The Weeknd jealous, maybe, right? That feels like the way to close the loop and make it all just kind of like maximum intrigue and gossip. I know, but I guess what I like about Bella Hadid is she's kind of like the shadow sister. <laughs> yeah, totally. Gigi is like all American, blonde, gorgeous, bright. And so is Bella, but she's this darker hair, darker coloring. She's more intriguing to me. Like the um, the hummingbird and the raven or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was trying to compare them to birds that like represent their personalities. Uh, the hummingbird is not right for Gigi. They're like Blue Jay and the Raven. <laughs> this is just crazy. But funny enough, there's this movie at Sundance that's all about social media stalking. It stars Aubrey Plaza. It's single white female, but in oh, social is that media the, age. Is that the Elizabeth Olsen one? Yes, it's called Ingrid Goes West. And I feel like that's what we're all becoming. We're all becoming these social media detectives. 
I feel like the CIA should watch out because we have some pretty sophisticated skills here. I'm excited to see that movie because I feel like social media hasn't been portrayed like the current obsession, like craziness. I haven't seen like a good movie about that, really. I feel like that's a good topic, (laughs) don't you? Right. Well, do you think Selena and Justin Bieber still communicate at all directly, not by unfollowing people? Well, sometimes I also wonder if it's all sort of a coordinated effort. You know, we've talked about this before. Maybe this is overly cynical, but don't you kind of feel like they know this kind of stuff keeps people interested? Like Maybe they plotted it together. Maybe this was in a five-year plan they put together when they were just starting to date five years ago and went to like, you know, the Vanity Fair Oscar party together. You know, maybe they're like, okay, now Selena's going to do this. It's like all mapped out by some sort of showrunner. I just like the idea that Justin Bieber, it seems like everything he does is so random, be it punch a paparazzi or pee in a bucket (laughs) under like Bill Clinton's autographed portrait. But I like the idea that somewhere there's this war room with this Game of Thrones style council figuring out the next move that's going to make it seem all accidental and clumsy. Yeah, I mean, that's what I wish. I sort of feel like it. I don't know. I feel like they don't talk. That's my guess. It seems like there's a sort of bad blood now. I feel like Selena knew this was going to get to Justin, and it clearly did. But we will be ravenously waiting to see what the next turns are. Well, see, I don't know anything about The weekend. Do you think Selena and Weekend are a good match? Um, I mean, Selena just spent like a few months in some sort of center because she had some lupus-related kind of issues, and she was trying to like just rest. She was off social media for three months or so. And the weekend, you know, never having <laughs> met the guy, I don't know. I don't know. I, he seems like someone who's like out all the time, you know, doing the party circuit a little bit. So I don't know. I'm sure Selena's going into it knowing that, but it seems like an interesting match to me on that front. But they both are successful musicians. Maybe they can make a great song together. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I hope something really fruitful comes out of this. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's like Drake and J-Lo. I feel like sometimes it's like, are they just trying to promote a song? Is it trying, you know, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily, to me, always feel organically like they're meant to be long lost. I'd be surprised if they're dating March 31st, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Wait, no, what what do you mean? Is that the day after? No, I don't know. I just made that up. But like, I I feel like it's not going to be that much longer. That's my guess. I just hope everybody's okay, especially Bella. I worry about Bella. It must not be easy to be. I know, to have GGA, that whole complex, and then to have this whole situation happening now. Gigi hasn't spoken out either. I kind of want Gigi to do some sort of, you know, like we both have siblings, like when your sibling kind of stands up for you and goes to bath, it's like a good feeling. You want like a Solange elevator moment. (laughs) Yes, that is what I want. I want some sort of Gigi going to town and just kind of like, I don't know how she would do it. She'd probably do it in some sort of Instagram post herself, some sort of crazy caption, you know? I think she needs to get involved here. We need her take. I think she does too. But, you know, until then. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So before we wrap things up, I'm curious, are there any things left on your Sundance bucket list for this trip that you want to make sure to do or see, like steal Kristen Stewart's beanie or do anything like that? 
I want to give Kristen Stewart a beanie. Somewhere she's walking around, her head uncovered. I was really worried about her health. Oh, right. That was a weird... Because that it was, was weird, blizzarding. Was I know, so I just... I now have an extra one in my bag. I didn't tell you, though... <laughs> The other night, uh, my friend Kiara, co-worker Kiara, beloved, wonderful girl. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> oh, that, that, girl. Was a, that was a Mariah Carey style epithet. She, she came to see me once <laughs> in concert. Anyway, there aren't that many restaurants and there aren't that many restaurants you can get into. Oh. So the only place in town we could get into was this piano bar slash steakhouse. And the only table available that they had was the piano itself. Wait, what? So, so we had to have this prefix steak dinner. But like, but like sitting at the piano? Sitting at this piano and no offense to Park City's talents, but this was not the A talent this night. It was this guy banging on a piano, shouting rock songs. I'm surprised I'm not deaf, but we did see Matt Bomer there. No, that's a good sighting. I guess it was all worth it in the end. I feel like he's a statue of good features and beauty. Right. Also, we have to talk about Meghan Markle. Oh, yeah. Suits this week. We can't end the episode with no mention of her, which we almost just did. She has her suits premiere this week. We're wishing her luck. <laughs> yes. I saw the Daily Mail had a big story this morning about one of the stills from the episode. Literally, this was in the headline. We hope Harry doesn't mind because Megan's touching the inner thigh of her co-star because in the photo, she's touching his leg. I feel like every single plot point in Suits is going to turn into some sort of Daily Mail four-day investigation. You completely called this because Suits is milking this romance to the hilt. In the latest Suits trailer, Megan is trying on wedding dresses. And I saw a lot of headlines about that, too. She's not really giving interviews, but I guess her co-star, Ga- Gabrielle Mocked. How do you pronounce his name? Oh, Gabriel, maybe? I just feel really bad for all of her co-stars because they're out there promoting the new season, wanting to talk about suits and what their characters are up to, and they're only asked about Meghan Markle. Did he say anything when they asked? So he said, I found out when everyone else found out it's her personal business, but I'm really happy for her, (laughs) really happy that she's fallen in love. Jeez. I guess they have to expect that they're going to be asked, though, right? I mean... It's not great, but I think they should have a better... They should have a joke. That's what I would do if I were them. But what would the joke be? Like, hoping I get to meet Prince Charles out of this or something like that. Like, (laughs) oh, never heard of that guy. Oh, yeah. Who's he again? That's good. That's good. Something in that vein. (laughs) Well, what's going to be interesting is to see how the ratings compare. Do you think there will be a ratings jump? Because as we Mm. mentioned on a previous podcast, she's the most searched actress of 2016 i mean i would never have dreamed in a million years of watching that show and i'm going to now so i mean there's at least getting one more viewer (laughs) we need to do some sort of diary later this week where we watch this live yeah we'll be there for you guys in regards to the wednesday night premiere well that does it (laughs) for this week's in the limelight thank you so much for listening please remember to rate review us on itunes really helps us find listeners and we really appreciate it Please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss these subjects, offer your feedback, or tell us who Josh should seek out when he gets to Sundance this week. He's really covering the second half of Sundance. I was here for the first. 
You can also follow us individually at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. Make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. We're at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Lana Milner. Thanks to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Special thanks to Kiara for letting me squat in her photo studio and Gage, the very nice Salt Lake City lighting assistant, sitting outside waiting for this to wrap up. Thanks, Gage. And thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week. 